0: But don't tell me. I'm not telling nothing. I'm just throwing monkey wrenches in this shit. I just like (laughs) to see people dance. Gentlemen, welcome to the Film Find, the greatest movie podcast ever. Assuming you've never listened to a movie podcast before, I am your host Adam Porteous, and we're back yet again. And I'm joined, as always,
1: by Matt Smith. Hey, everybody! We're here. We're reviewing some stuff.
0: Let me tell you. Do you know why? Something you know, in IMAX. Something in IMAX, and a little. Do you know why I picked this song? Uh, why? Because uh, we're reviewing s No. Fucking yeah! That's guess that's what i do with my life <laughs> i come up with stupid fucking shit and then i just i do it for you do it tens of people and then you just roll with it <laughs> i'm just like fuck you that's what i'm doing
1: <laughs> those 12 people on wednesday morning are gonna think it's they're gonna be racist. like that guy's a fucking
0: brilliant genius or what a fucking asshole so obvious what an
1: <laughs> obvious dickhead that guy is i hope that there are 12 other people that had this same idea as you they're
0: just like i hope he fucking does studio. <laughs> yeah. You are a monster if you thought that too. So uh, email us at thefilmfind at gmail dot com. Tell me if that was on your brain, or if it wasn't, or if you just want to fucking you know send us a letter. Maybe and
1: just you just don't like Genesis and you want to yell about something because you're wrong.
0: You know, could be that thing. I don't know.
1: Because if you don't like Genesis, you are wrong. Mm.
0: So all right, let me ask you this then. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You uh you you the hold on. What? What? I just want to see. Okay, the thing things are registering. Okay, <laughs> the, the, the thing on the the uh, the garage band here it wasn't registering very well, but it's it's registered. It's there. We are there. So, so count one, two, three for me. <laughs> one, want... two, three. All right, I, I'm gonna shut up and then you do it. One, two, three. Okay, we're there. All right, it's just it's yeah. registering so low that it was just I was just like I didn't want to freak out like we did last week where it was like ten minutes worth of recording like ah shit we got to do that again so no we're good we're fine. Uh, yes, so this week, what the fuck was I even talking Anyways, we're going to review uh, the uh, three movies here. Uh, today we're going to be talking about The Walk, the new movie from Robert Zemeckis. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to be talking about the new uh, Denis Villeneuve, uh, I think that's pretty good, uh, movie um, Sicario, as we said. And of course we're going to wrap it all up with the new joint from Ridley Scott called The Martian. Uh, kind of the number one uh, movie at the box office this weekend, so it uh, did pretty well. Yeah, it was number one by a lot. So, uh, not too shabby. Uh, so, we'll be talking about those three and uh, a lot more. And I, I want to say this, because I was listening well, to Well, a,
1: a nominal amount more. Well, whatever. Next next couple of weeks, though. Holy shit, there's a lot. We're kicking in. Out. We're though, about to hit full-on fall movie season.
0: Though, I will say this, though. The nice part is, for some people in the country that may not have one of the faux maxes or whatever at their uh, local Cinemaplex, uh, this will be uh, an early review for uh, the walk for them because only cause that is it, true because it opens up wide this weekend and but here's the thing I'm gonna say this now if you can see it in IMAX, go ahead and do that uh, but if you you need to see it in 3D and we'll talk about that. but I, th- yes. I, I think you definitely need to see this thing in 3D for sure.
1: Well yeah and my my impulse on that is if you're already gonna pay the 13 bucks to see it in 3D, Pay the five and see it in the IMAX.
0: Well, yeah, I'm just saying if you don't have one of those there,
1: like where That's certainly live. true, but but definitely the 3D version, yes. Yeah, three
0: right. uh, bare minimum 3D. But no, more
1: on that shortly. Yeah, exactly. So, uh,
0: that is it for right now. So uh, let's jump into what you've been watching, Matt. Do you have anything on the docket? I know that you don't.
1: Uh, <laughs> I, I I don't. I actually. This week, I've been playing catch up on my uh, comps exam reading and uh, watching like snippets of the same old TV shows that I've been fucking watching uh, for years now. So, uh, the man can't get
0: enough get smart, let me tell you.
1: Well, I mean, (laughs) uh, no, I, you know, I checked out the season premieres of some shit, but uh, whatever. I'm not, I don't want to talk about it. Fair enough. What am I going to be like? Hey, guys the sixth season of uh, Modern Family really fucking good. <laughs> it's not, but also, like, what would I talk about?
0: I've, I've heard people are over that show.
1: It's still the same show, which is also the problem, right? Like, I like oh, watching it, but it yeah. is the problem with it. So there, that's what I've been watching. We fucking talked about it. I did a thing, gave you the opinion. What have you been watching, guys? So Fear
0: Fagar is going to come to your house and kick your fucking head in with a stiletto. You better watch it, pal.
1: Well, uh, I'll take that half. That it might. It still might be better than both Modern Family and especially better than Hot Pursuit. That might be sissy, my. You don't know.
0: Um, it's good Sophia, What's, Sophia Vergara. Fucking <laughs> spot on. Spot on. Um. So not a ton. Um. I I teased before. You know, <laughs> while we were uh, just before the recording, that uh, I watched uh, an epi- I watched uh, the season premiere of Shark Tank. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> no, we're not gonna talk about that. Um, I did get out to see uh, the birds on uh, the big screen here. that old thing that old thing um, this is actually I mean, you know I just thought about this. It is my third Hitchcock film in the theater this year, which I'm like, what?
1: I think it's been a thing that uh Fathom has been pump- been uh pumping out.
0: Well, technically the Fathom was not doing this screening. So that's Were they not? I no. thought it was
1: listed as such. Mm-mm.
0: No, this is oh. just uh this is just the theater itself. I don't know who they're you know oh. whatever shaking oh, hands fancy. with or whatever but not Fathom, no
1: sir. Um Maybe they saw how well Fathom was doing and said, "Fuck those middlemen."
0: Well, they did. They did a lot it's of. Rent- uh, yeah, they did a lot of uh, Halloween movies last year. So the like the Airsley Grand here in uh, oh, okay. Charlotte. so it's part
1: of a program they're doing. This yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so it's right the,
0: so it's the birds this week. Next week is I think the thing, uh-huh. and then American Werewolf in London. Or those two might be switched, one or the other, um, and then um, the Shining is the last one. and I feel like there's one more in there, but I don't remember. Um, but yeah. So, uh, good stuff. I, I gotta say, I mean, I, I'd seen the birds many a time on, you know, VHS and DVD and, and things like that, but never had seen it in the big screen before. And let me tell you, I mean, it, if, if you see these retro films that are out there, be they fathom, they're obviously the, the biggest, uh, you know, kind of proprietors of this right now. Right. Um, fucking go do it people. Go do this shit because it is... I think it's important. I think it's important to see uh, these classic films on the big screen because it is different. It is a completely different feeling. I got to see um, years ago, before they got bought out by Regal, boo, uh, the Ballantyne Village Theater had you know uh, retro stuff pretty much all the time. Mm-hmm. And one of them was a 35 millimeter screening of Jaws. And let me tell you, I see you know like everybody else, I've seen Jaws a billion fucking times. Um, it's a different fucking movie on the big screen. When you see Robert Shaw getting fucking eaten by a shark and when no music is going on, when it is that size, it is fucking different. This movie with the birds is fucking different. I mean, just great sound here. So the shrill shriek of the birds and stuff is just, is so much more affecting. And I've got a good sound system at home, right? I mean, I'm not, I'm no louse, but, it's just, it's it's different. And to get to see, you know, just the expanse of that palette as big as it is makes such a fucking difference. And, I mean, I, I knew I would enjoy the movie as I know I enjoy the movie as it, you know, is and how I've always seen it. Uh, but I didn't think that I would enjoy it as much as I did and how much of a difference seeing it on the big screen would make. So, like I said, if you see these retro things out there, if you're just like, well, I got that on fucking DVD, go fuck yourself. Go see that on the big screen. Um, For example, uh, speaking of Fathom, I'm pretty sure they're ones doing it, but I don't see them advertising, but I'm sure it's them. Um, On uh, October 21st, Wednesday, October 21st, the day Marty McFly goes back to the future, 2015, that is the fucking date, you will be able to go see that at the theater on the big screen. Will I be there? Fuck to the yes, I will. And why? Because why the fuck not, right? Well, I mean... Yeah. I mean, I got it on Blu-ray. I mean, I've had, I've had it on DVD. I've had it on Blu-ray. I, I've owned all these shits. But you know what? I can sit at home and watch it. But fuck that noise! I'm going out to the theater, seeing the big screen. Their next. Um, actually, the next Fathom thing that I thought I think was pretty awesome but, that they're doing is the Dracula the Dracula double feature. Did you see this?
1: Yes, I did. That's that looks sweet. cool. Here's uh, I will not. I'm not going to go see Back to the Future Part Two. Well, fuck you then. It's it's the worst one of the three. Oh, that is so not even close to being true. It's true. Oh, fuck you. Worst one of the three. No, I'm
0: sorry. Three three stores. (laughs) No, it's not. The ZZ Top cameo? That ruins the movie itself.
1: Fuck you. ZZ Top's awesome.
0: Uh, ZZ Top is awesome. That ZZ Top cameo? Go fuck yourself. That's terrible. (laughs) Terrible. And the fucking drums and the guitars spinning? Fuck that noise. No thank you. Two all the way. Um so oh, okay. That's that. Well,
1: enjoy your theatrical experience you I God hope today AMC right doesn't fuck you. something up.
0: And I will pay $20 <laughs> for that coke. They probably will fuck something up because if it's it's if it's me going to the theater fucking it up is what's on the fucking menu. I'll say that much. Um but oh and Friday the 13th is the other movie Ashley Grant's planet just remember. Um so yeah, that'll be fun. Uh that's that's it. That's it. I, I oh, haven't God really watched God much damn. more damn. And, fucking uh, dogs. Yeah. Know, Go ahead. While he's uh, karate chopping the dogs and stuff, let's get into our first review of the week. Here is the trailer for The Walk. Christ Almighty, that's loud. And
1: people ask me, why do you risk death? For me, this is life. Welcome to New York. Anything to declare? I'm going to hang a high wire between the two towers of the World Trade Center and work on it. <laughs> Good luck. No matter where I was going or what I was doing, I was always searching, looking for the perfect place to hang my wire. Whoa. I need you to help me pull this off. I got just the guys. Now it starts. Come on, make it snappy, I'm in a red zone. I'll figure out how to get the wire across. I think we should wait.
0: No! This is extremely illegal, not to mention dangerous.
1: My head is full of doubts. When it's time to step on the wire, I don't know if I'll be able to take my first step. Your heart will tell you what to do.
0: The man is obviously crazy. Are we just here to watch him die? This isn't a game, Philippe. One mistake out there, that you're going to die. That was the trailer for The Walk, our first new release review of this week. Here's the IMDb plotline. As we know, IMDb always 100% correct in everything they say and or do. In 1974, high wire artist Philippe Petit rescues a team of or rescues, recruits a team. I should learn to read of people to, <laughs> to help him realize his dream to walk across the immense void between the World <coughs> Trade uh, Trade Center towers. This is uh, directed by Robert are, Zemeckis. all right over there? This I'm,
1: is a podcast, it's audio. Fuck you. you. <laughs> <laughs> Bean dip. Uh,
0: so <laughs> directed by Robert uh, Robert, God, Robert Zemeckis. You got me off my game, asshole, and it was already bad to begin with. <laughs> R- yeah, sure. Written, Blame me. Written by Robert Zemeckis and Christopher Brown, based upon the book by Philippe Petit himself, starring Joseph Gordon-Levin, Charlotte Le Bon, uh, you know, Ben Kingsley, and a handful of others. Um, so this is a movie that, uh, you know, when they announced the idea that this thing was happening, uh, I think most people were like, didn't we already have a really good documentary about
1: that movie? I was in that camp.
0: I was in that camp too. And I was just like, how, I mean, what can we say that hasn't been said in, uh, the documentary man on wire, which, uh, you know, I'm sure is, it's probably still available on Netflix. If it's not, you can probably fairly easily find it. It's not, you know, mm-hmm. hidden anywhere. Um, Oscar-nominated, so, you know.
1: I'm still on board with uh, with that, by the way, that whole sentiment.
0: How, okay, so the, you, Re- you were...
1: Regarding this movie.
0: So you, uh, all right, so let's get into it. Matt, what did you think about The Walk? It's really good. <laughs> then how are you... So you're just, but you're still just like, eh, it's, does it really... It is,
1: well, it doesn't add anything. It is, It is still utterly pointless, but it's really good. Uh so I don't I don't know how, how to reconcile that entirely. Like there is nothing that this movie tells us or says about the thing. The the reason this movie gets uh any sort of points for maybe like needing to be a thing if we want to use the word need, right. uh is that Zemeckis uses 3D in a very effective way yeah. throughout the whole film, and I really liked that. And so if there's anything Thing that this adds to man on wire it is dimensionality and literally yeah um <laughs> but like it is it is still i think an overall pointless exercise in uh adaptation like it, it, there's nothing new per se and there are some things about this movie that are fucking awful i have to say including the constant reversion to joseph gordon levitt the fucking uh forefront of uh the fucking statue of liberty Liberty, right uh narrating constantly like, like i don't need to see that he can just fucking talk as a voiceover if that's the way you're gonna do this no i can
0: can agree with that i'm like or maybe just bookend front and end perhaps at the most but going back i don't think we necessarily need to go back to it i guess I mean, yeah, you yeah, don't necessarily right. yeah. you don't necessarily need it at the front, but if you're going to do it anywhere, do it at the front, do it at yeah, the I end. Don't, I
1: don't mind. and just have pres-
0: VO the rest I, of the time.
1: I don't mind the presentation nature of that like front end of it, at yeah. the front of the film. It's he keeps going back to that repeatedly. I mean, it's it's at least half a dozen times if not more.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, I didn't hate it, but I mean, it's it's a fairly valid point, yeah.
1: It's just pointless and I, I feel like, uh, like, just tell, like, show us something else. That's the point of voiceover, yeah. Right, uh, rather than dialogue, is that you're explaining something while you're watching something else. If I'm watching someone give me the voiceover track, uh, it's, I might as well watch a Christopher Nolan movie.
0: <laughs> well, it's interesting at the same time too, you know, because the old, um, the old adage is, um, voiceover, uh, especially in screenwriting, voiceover is lazy. Uh and you shouldn't I mean not Which has always it's, it's, it's has been wrong. It's bullshit. It's but always been wrong. That's you know, it's it's a bullshit adage that gets thrown because, in there. Uh, but like Sun- I would definitely Sunset Boulevard. Yeah, Sunset Boulevard, Goodfellas. I mean there's a lot every of fucking of
1: film yeah. it's worth a shit. Uh I don't know. Yeah.
0: So I mean it, it's a silly notion, but uh but I, I would say I would put that statement almost even further by saying showing <laughs> the the uh the voiceover Definitely happening not needed
1: probably not needed. this no. goes back to my only real problem ever with zemeckis uh when he's it's always when he's making something that is a tech driven movie uh-huh uh as opposed to the times when he's kind of just went along and told us a story right, right. uh anytime he's doing something with technology i've okay. noticed that his right. frames are incredibly fucking busy for no reason And this movie kind of gets to the point where except for the actual walk itself, there is so much action going on in all levels of the plane of this uh, of the framing of this film Mm -hmm. in every shot that your eyes get incredibly fucking tired looking at it. Yeah. And 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 it drove me a little bit nuts because it's like, can we just settle on something and watch it for a minute instead of, you know, you're not making Fast and Furious seven here. Oh, uh, let's just tone it down a half notch and see how that works.
0: Oh, and I do want to uh, just to jump back for half a second, just because I forgot yeah, to yeah. mention it. Uh, one of the amazing things I saw in the birds here was like that. You don't that you don't appreciate on a small screen at all is the fucking depth of field stuff that was working in that thing. Oh, yeah. oh my God, it's beautiful.
1: Well, You know, for Hitchcock, like he had already worked all of that shit out uh, a decade before he made the birds when he made dial in for murder. Oh, yeah. Um, which is a great 3d movie by the way kids it's great in 3d but really didn't get seen in 3d outside of uh, the big cities when it was released because in 1954 the 3d fad had already ended yeah. it basically lasted for two years so by the time hitchcock had made that film in 3d nobody that. was showing any 3d movies because they weren't pulling people into the theater anymore yeah um but but he had already learned that, like, depth of field. He's always been good at it, but I think post-Dial-In-For-Murdy, you can definitely tell with Hitchcock that there's a lot more going on with the with depth of field. Yeah, it was just, and, I mean, like, seeing it on the, on the big
0: the screen was, like, such a wild difference. It was just like, wow, you just mm-hmm. don't appreciate it enough on even, you know, the biggest of home television screens. And, um and, and of course, the special effects work and stuff right here. And, and don't worry, kids, we're relating it back to this movie. Uh, yep. But, yeah, there's a lot of that shit going on here, too, where, you know... Uh, to see these glorious effects and they are really really good. I mean it was properly shot in 3D, no bullshit post conversion or anything. Um uh-huh. and it looks spectacular. I mean you do get a, a true good sense of of that height and the depth of everything going on. And uh there are moments of it's like if you know the documentary, if you know the story and everything, you know what's going to happen, right? But yeah. At the same time, I mean, I there were you know kind of gripping your seats moments here. I mean, it's just I mean, especially when you get to that particular point right there, it is just it's amazingly good storytelling, and a lot of it is technical, yes, but nevertheless, that is a part of storytelling at the same time.
1: Mm-hmm. So. No, it, it, the three D is great, and and Zemeckis always knows how to. Use- use technology he every time he's done something where where the tech has been new or he's using it for one of the like a, a first time or using it to do something specific yeah uh he's always terrific uh he just you know never fucking stops moving shit in the frame which <laughs> drives me a little nuts it's not just for 3d either right like one of the things that gets really distracting after dozens of rewatches of something like roger rabbit for example is how much fucking mo- movement is going on for no reason in the animated portions of that film right right uh and that's fine he's he he wants to like display like how cool it is that shit's just constantly moving and Keep it looks seamless but it's also tone it down a little bit man <laughs> learn to be still robert or just not even still just like maybe that th- one thing doesn't need to move in this thing right <laughs> not um, so much So, so there were reports when this movie came out uh, that people were getting like vertigo and shit. Did did anybody in your theater leave?
0: Not to my recollection.
1: Yeah, nobody left in mine either.
0: Eh, Yeah, that's probably all hype bullshit. That just fucking—I mean, some decent, you know. Well, I mean, mean, I'm sure
1: some idiot somewhere did, but it's probably because they get like uh, vertigo going down the interstate and shit. Well, yeah, I
0: mean, it's well, yeah, (laughs) those 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 people. Uh but it, it there's always this kind of stuff where it was just like there's you know people like reports of movies where people are like throwing up because of whatever and yada 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 I mean, and-
1: that stuff genuinely does happen. I'm not saying this this was the studio. I don't think it was the studio. This was just out of festival screenings, right? Yeah. And uh, you know anyway. So let's let's talk nuts and nuts and bolts of the story here. Okay. Um so everybody I think uh should just watch The Walk uh, at some point regardless of whether they see this movie mm-hmm. um, but I think most people are familiar with uh, the basics right right um, if
0: you haven't seen it, you've at least heard enough about it right v- via via um, that documentary being as big as it was for you know a documentary as it were yes because people don't just you know fucking like you gotta see this fucking documentary No, at least well more so these days but you know even so. It takes a lot for a lot of people to just go, hey, look at this.
1: Yeah. Um, well, one thing that, that I don't think that this movie really conveys, because it's the, one thing that makes this movie work and the reason that I liked it, uh, and, and uh, I will say is a significant difference between uh, Man on Wire and this film, is that it sets it up as almost like a, uh, like a heist film, right? They have yeah. to figure out how to how to plan this thing that is illegal they're going to do and then pull it off, um, and so I think structurally that that's really smart. Uh, one thing that I don't like about this movie, in regard to um, Man on Wire, is that uh, you don't I don't I felt like you didn't get a sense of how significant the walk itself actually was. Whereas Man on Wire gives you much more of that context. This is about because of Zemeckis telling the story of Pettit through Petty, right, and 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 in 3D, it's more of an experience. Mm-hmm. But right, like he go it, he does go back and forth on the wire, right, right. several times in the film. But uh, it's in no way conveyed that he was up there for how long he actually was
0: no I mean you 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 could one could imagine uh you know I would I would I would say the 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 average audience member who would be unaware would imagine like real time essentially yeah
1: like 10 15 minutes yeah maybe, right exactly I mean, I mean it's I think that sequence is 20 minutes total sounds but, about right but most of it's not even him on the wire some of it's like down on the street yeah some of it's uh like the cops interaction right mm-hmm. um but he he was there for like 45 minutes. Right. Uh, Just just fucking hanging out. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Hanging out.
0: Hanging out. You know,
1: 1350 feet above the ground on a fucking custom made cable and balance balancing pole. And (laughs) and that was it. It Just, I mean, you know, no safety harness. Fucking madness. Uh, Yeah. I mean, that's a (laughs) that's fucking terrifying to me, honestly. Yeah. Dude,
0: I'm sitting no. there—well, the only—kind th- the, the kind of the part that I was just a little bit bullshit, because, like, I don't want to say I'm deathly afraid of heights. Like, if I know—if I feel like there's a lot of <laughs> safety, right, I'm okay. Yeah. Like, I mean, if I'm riding, like, a Space Needle or something that's got glass around it, I'm totally cool. Because I'm just like, I know I'm fucking safe. I ride a roller coaster, I'm strapped in, I know I'm fucking safe. Uh, but, like, right. if you were to tell me to go up on top of even, like, an eight-story building and kind of, you know, get anywhere within the area— uh, freaking me out a little. I just I feel like somebody's too close to pushing me, <laughs> and I'm the kind but of guy that people want to push,
1: right? Like it's talk, it's talked about in the documentary.
0: Yeah, well, it, it, it's, but, the, guy, but right? the thing is, it's like it seems like it, at least in the movie and stuff, I feel like if I were the guy who was scared of stuff a little bit more, he gets over things a lot quicker than it would feel like one would.
1: I don't know that he was over it. Well, I didn't, it, maybe it wasn't conveyed enough. I didn't enough get the my sense that, that, he, that he got over it.
0: Well, no, it. I'm saying I don't know that he would have even, like, if he was as deathly afraid, like, I get nervous standing on a step stool, as he says, I mm-hmm. don't think he'd have come anywhere close to 50 you know, feet from that ledge, much less nearly as close as he was. That's just my feeling.
1: I mean, maybe, but he, he was up there, right? I'm not saying he wasn't.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying that's just <laughs> what I feel. I just feel like it, like – I. Show me him scared a little bit more because, like, I mean, there was a couple, you know, there's like, oh, I'm not getting out there kind of deals. But, uh, you know, I I'm scared watching. I'm sitting in a fucking theater. All right. (laughs) And I'm just like, oh, fucking. Why are you? You are really briskly walking on the side of that building with no fucking care in the world. Okay, but no, it's good. I enjoyed it. Not, not you know, not Oscar-winning material or anything. But uh, as far as spectacle and going out to see it, and uh, I, I think that's the only way to fucking see it. Don't wait for video like a fucking idiot. Go out and you know pay the pay the bones and have that fucking experience. We don't. I mean, while there's a lot of 3D movies and stuff out there and things that happen in IMAX,
1: no, I, I a lot of it's not really worth, worth
0: it. it. Yeah, yeah. This one's completely worth it.
1: Yeah, it's I don't I don't even I don't even think this movie is a great movie. It's good. It's really enjoyable flick but it's definitely worth seeing if you're going to see it in IMAX in 3D.
0: Oh, for sure. I don't think anybody's going to walk out of this going like,
1: man, what a fucking and, waste of time. And it, and it did not, uh, I mean, it debuted in like 11th place this, uh, this week, which was not awful considering <laughs> it was only released in 440-something IMAX theaters.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, that's a pretty big deal. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, Real quick, uh, yeah. uh, another stunt that people should look up by this guy, uh, that I think is pretty cool was one, uh, so years after he, decades really, after he was arrested for both the, uh, Eiffel Tower, or the, uh, Notre Dame, uh, walk and this one, mm-hmm. he was actually commissioned to, to commemorate the 200th anniversary of the, uh, Eiffel Tower. And he strung up, uh, wire, um, all the way across, uh, the river in front of the eiffel tower lengthwise uh to the second story uh and walked like across that giant fucking uh like park basically where it is right um and that's pretty cool uh so look that shit up too dude's
0: crazy man dude's crazy
1: <laughs> dude's, dude's crazy i don't i'd love to see this
0: I'd love to see this with like a like a predominantly black crowd. Oh, that'd have been so much fun. Don't you run out on that ledge? Oh, that'd be great. All right. Anyways, um of course I was I was saying that shit too, but I just wasn't saying it out loud. I was just like, <laughs> No, 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 don't do it. Do do? Oh shit. That a, I just don't vocalize it enough. All right, so here is uh, the trailer for our next new release review. Here's the trailer for a Sicario State Department is pulling an agent that specializes in responding to escalated cartel activity.
1: This is not my department. El Paso, right? You're not American. What do you work for now? Oh, I go where I'm sent. Every day across that border, people
0: are killed with his blessing. To find them would be like discovering a vaccine. Nothing will
1: make sense to your American ears. But in the end, you will understand. Spotter vehicle, left lane. Spotter vehicle, 9 o'clock. Get your weapon out. I'm not a soldier. This oh. is not what I do. What is is what happens when they dig in. This is it. Be careful around these people. CIA is not supposed to work this side of the fence. I just want to know what I'm getting into. They will not survive here. You use me as bait. These You saw things you shouldn't have seen.
0: That was the trailer for Sakari, our second new release review of this week. An idea, an idealistic FBI agent is enlisted by an elected government task force. Is that right? Yeah, I guess that is the word they used. Elected government task force to aid in the escalating war against drugs at the border area between the U.S. and Mexico. This is uh, written by a Taylor Sheridan and uh, directed by uh, uh, Dennis or Denis Villeneuve. Um, Who cares?
1: He's French Canadian. You know. Maybe. <laughs>
0: That's my people, son of a bitch. Come on. Uh, this is uh, starring a- uh, Emily Blunt, Josh Brolin, Benicio del Toro, uh, John Barenthal, Victor Garber, and uh, other folks as well. Um, so let's before we get into the, the movie proper, let, let's let's talk about old Villeneuve here. Um, uh-huh. Now, I, if I remember correctly, you weren't like a huge fan of Prisoners, right?
1: Do not care for that movie.
0: I thoroughly enjoyed the shit out of that movie. Uh, did you see Enemy? Because I haven't. I haven't got a chance to see Enemy.
1: I have not watched Enemy. His movie before the before Prisoners, uh, I believe, actually won the Academy Award for Best Foreign Language. Um, it was definitely nominated, but it's uh, called Incendies.
0: Yeah, i uh, uh,
1: Don't care for that one either. No. Okay. No. Fair enough. Uh, but yeah, so I do remember you liking Prisoners.
0: Yeah, I did. I. I, I, I don't
1: remember why
0: i i just i was a well told well acted story i mean i felt you know compelled by it i i enjoyed all aspects of that movie all right so i just you know i well, mean how'd you
1: feel about this one
0: i wish um i, I want to watch it again i'll be honest with you um now granted and and we'll talk about it in just in, in a couple of minutes here but um I saw this directly after seeing the Martian. So you can imagine. I mean, we're looking at two very different types of movies. Martian's about two about two twenty. Uh, this bad boy is uh, what, probably yeah you know, about this hour is two hours a little even over two. Uh, so, and it's a much different type of movie. Uh, overall, and um, I didn't I didn't hate this movie, but I'm. I'm on the border about how I feel about it. On the border about how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not really there yet. I didn't. I didn't dislike it per se, but I wasn't in love with it by any means either.
1: You have just described how I feel about every movie this guy's ever made, <laughs> and this one yeah. is no different. Uh, it's it's not bad. People are going to really love this thing. Uh, here's the way that. The Denis uh, Villeneuve uh, film works. Um, the acting always top notch.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Always top notch. He can work with actors; he can pull performances out of them. It doesn't hurt that he has three of the best working actors in this today uh, in Hollywood.
0: Uh, he uses one of the best cinematographers of all time, and Roger Deakins.
1: Yeah, right? It doesn't hurt that he does that, but he is really good at working with actors. Uh, His scripts are always, for me, by the numbers, somewhat serviceable, morally ambiguous thriller plots, and combined with his style as a director, which is overall very lackluster, it's efficient. But not anything it's, I would it's, it's distinguish as me it's not, giving it's not, a shit about. Yeah,
0: it's, it's not it's not overly flashy. It's very or
1: yeah. There's no like sense of presence in it uh, to me. Um, yeah, so so there's just nothing going on for me other than like yeah, the cinematography is great because of who did it, right? Um, but but that combined with those kind of boilerplate uh, scripts that he tends to work from, and the fact that he continues to make, uh, you know, genre cinema that makes you think, um, it makes me think uh, absolutely fucking nothing about it after I'm done watching it. I like like a, a genre film that makes me think is one that does not have that agenda. Um. Well. It's it's uh like borderline art house uh kind of pretension which I'm down with. I'm just saying he doesn't understand it.
0: No, I mean I can I can see that argument.
1: And and so uh this movie is it has all those bells and whistles. It's got great acting, the script's all right. Overall, nothing for me. Nothing at all. It's like uh like imagine if you're having sex and right as you're about to finish, a dog comes in and licks your face as you're doing it, and you just lose all sense of like actual pleasure. That's how I feel about this movie.
0: That's a that's a that's fucking downer,
1: man. <laughs> 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 I'm just but like. I, but I. But I watch it again just because i really like uh benicio del toro and i movie. am really
0: just starting to figure out i'm just like how hard would i try to just p- finish things out with after the oh dog? you no
1: you finish it right but the dog comes in right as you're about to and then as you're finishing licks your face and ruins it
0: okay yeah that'd ruin it okay yeah, yeah. right as yeah that's right that, as. that, that ruins it yeah yeah
1: see it's, yeah, you, uh, you do. It felt, you balance. do walk away
0: feeling that you kind of you slightly I've, missed out on an opportunity.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I got something out of it, but I'm not sure what it was.
0: You squandered a little bit of time. <laughs>
1: um, but but I do like Benicio del Toro in this movie, and I probably watch it again just to watch these actors work together. Um, because yeah. I really like them in yeah. this movie.
0: I think everybody does a really good job. I, I think I just needed to. I, I, it was. I think the biggest barrier for me was like, it was right after a movie like the Martian, which is just, you know, a completely different level of movie. Uh-huh. And, um, so that was, that was just tough. Well,
1: also, For me, what, what really did not, I I felt like what was mostly underwhelming for me, uh, in tying the big picture together, uh, in this film, particularly not talking about Villeneuve, uh, generally, and maybe would have gotten me on board a lot more is, uh, they kind of waste Emily Blunt's character as a means of uh, kind of a point of entry about halfway through this movie.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, I... They
1: I, kind I, of abandoned that aspect of it almost entirely at some point.
0: I mean, I get what they were doing at the same time. I just don't, like, to me, ultimately, I don't think that, you know, without really kind of getting into spoilers type stuff, um, I... I see what they were doing. I just don't know if what I got in return was worth that. Right. Overall. I get it. I like the, I kind of like the idea of where we do end up at the end of this uh, thing. But Mm -hmm. I, again, it's one of those, like I said, I just don't know if it was worth the, this precise journey
1: to get there. Okay. Yeah, no, you're right. So
0: I mean, had it been had it been about the thing that it was that it w- that could have been about, if that had been the whole thing, uh, maybe maybe a little bit more entertaining. Maybe that would have uh, it would have probably put this more towards a genre you know level of thing, as opposed to you know what it is, as you know like you like you said kind of an art house genre y sort of uh, sort of fair and would have made it more straight genre, and I may have liked a more straight genre there. I mean, not to take away from Emily Blunt's character, but you know,
1: we could. No, I just think there needed to be more Emily Blunt. There was not enough. Well, no, Emily no, no.
0: That's what I'm saying. I'm saying you either like it's. It, there's a lot of cake in eating it too. Here's what I'm saying. Yes, that's so, true. So it's like you know. I mean, I like the stuff with her. I think we either need to go. You neither either take to turn to the left or turn to the right. I think. No. I think swerving back in between both lanes is was maybe ultimately what led to a possible I don't want to say fuck up that seems like a harsh word but not a as misstep. not as fulfilling overall
1: yeah it's it's a missed opportunity right yeah. uh, I feel like one that maybe wasn't even realized as being an opportunity yeah, um I, mean, I don't know I'm pretty middle of the road on this movie overall though
0: yeah, I mean, I think I got to watch it again, like at least one more time, kind of just removed from from the previous experience I'd had, just walking into it, because like, I mean, I literally walked out of one theater and right into the other, and it was like maybe you know, six previews and then boom, running. So yeah. uh, like I had I mean, no time. I, look, to... Look that
1: the the like tunnel raid at the end of this thing is really good. I will say that. Um, and I and I enjoyed the mixed use of. Uh, night vision, thermal vision, and regular old shit camera. Yeah. Um, I find all of that actually, like, really interesting and stimulating intellectually, but, uh, you know, as far as it being a good movie, like, I would rather just watch the sequences and think about them and what they're telling me as opposed to, uh, like, sitting through the whole thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, I can see that. And and honestly, like, to me, it's almost... uh, I mean... I guess that's one of the reasons like I, I liked prisoners more because like to me, like while it's I guess it could still technically fall in the you know, the category that you said kind of the uh the, the genre, art house genre, if you will, genre slash art house uh kind of thing.
1: Yeah, um, but it doesn't go hard enough for me in that way to justify it, right? Like it it's not enough art house. For me to get on board with what it's doing well, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's but not like, enough genre for me well to that's get on board
0: well that was it. my point is that like i feel that prisoners did it felt more genre e to me than art house and i guess that's why i appreciated that one a little bit more whereas i right. see this one as <laughs> trying to have that dichotomy uh with 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 both art house and and uh and and genre filmmaking at the same time
1: yeah i, I think that's right yeah so, fair enough all right
0: so uh two like meh even though it uh, it's got mm-hmm. fantastic ratings on fucking
1: everybody, oh, seems to people love it. this movie. Uh, I'm sure that uh, maybe our next non five star review will be. Uh...
0: That's what's fucking hilarious to me is just like I mean no from an audience standpoint, and I, I didn't see I didn't look at the audience uh, people things whatever. I I don't know to me, prisoners was such a more like gratifying movie because more shit happened and it was like it was a very I think the the narrative felt stronger to me overall. I um, think this
1: movie is better than Prisoners, but yeah. I still don't care for
0: well, we can, we can all be wrong in life. It's fine, Matthew. It's okay. All right, so let's get into the last new release review. Who else is doing three reviews few places? And I'll talk about one of those at the end and talk about how we're better, because uh, <laughs> it's in my brain. Uh, here is the trailer for uh, The Martian, uh, our last new release review of this week.
1: I guarantee you that at some point, Everything's gonna go south on you. Ready? And you're gonna say, this is it.
0: This is how I end.
1: Commander, Mark is
0: dead. We have to go. Now you can either accept that,
1: (gasps) or you can get to work. This'll come as quite a shock to my crewmates, and to NASA. Into the entire world. But I'm still alive. Surprise! Here's the rub it's gonna be four years for another mission to reach me. And I'm gonna have designed to last 31 days. So I gotta make water and grow food on a planet where nothing grows. But if I can't figure out a way to make contact with NASA, then none of this matters anyway. We've got an incoming message. God. <laughs> Mark Mount Watney's still alive. Woo! In your face, Neil Armstrong. There must be some kind of way out of here. Okay, so let's do the math. I have enough food to last for 50 days. He's going to starve to death long before we can help too much So, I'm gonna have to science the shit out of this. He's 50 million miles away from home. He's totally alone. What the hell is he thinking right now? I am the greatest botanist on this planet. I know how to save Mark Watney. We need the Hermes crew. We either have a high chance of killing one, or a low chance of killing 6 i
0: We're
1: not risking their lives. It's bigger than one person. No. It's not. NASA rejected the mission. So, if we do this? We're talking mutiny. If anything goes wrong, we die. Do you realize how crazy this is? We have no other option. what happens, tell the world, tell my family that I never stop fighting to make it home.
0: Anyway, that was a trailer for The Martian our last new release review of this week INDB plotline during a manned mission to Mars astronaut Mark Watney is presumed dead after a fierce storm and left behind by his crew but Watney has survived and finds himself stranded alone on the hostile planet with only meager supplies. Jesus Christ this is a long fucking anyways he's got to get back home <laughs> ah! Ah! it's a goddamn long thing it's just like fucking war and peace over here.
1: Jesus Christ it was it was already a fucking novel. You made a movie of it, so I didn't have to read this much shit.
0: Yeah, I, I'm not trying to read assholes. Uh, this is uh, directed. That's true. This is directed by uh, Ridley Scott, uh, written or uh, screenplay rather by Drew Goddard, by the uh, self-published book by Andy Weir. That's pretty big when a self-published book can become a major Hollywood blockbuster, uh, starring eight billion people. Do I really want to read through all of them? You know who's in this movie? Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> There's 8 billion fucking people in this. Man, I'm telling you. Matt Damon, Jeff
1: Daniels, Kristen Wiig, Michael Pena, Sean Bean. Kate Mara. Mara Sebastian Stan, Weddle Ijafor, Mackenzie Davis. Denal Denal Glover.
0: (laughs) Denal. Denal. Denal Glover. (laughs)
1: Uh, Even fucking Bryce Dallas Howard's in this motherfucker. (laughs) Hide behind the scenery. (laughs) No, it's uh she's the captain of that ship, right? <laughs> yes, yes, she's the captain of the <laughs> ship. <laughs> no, it's fucking Jessica Chastain. But right? uh in this motherfucker.
0: Yeah, man, so this was the number one movie in the box office. Old Ridley Scott telling him, "What's up, motherfuckers? I got this shit." And now, let's before we jump into this cuz I just want to uh-huh. talk about this for half a second. Uh Ridley Scott has uh, obviously d- directed Prometheus, which a lot of people didn't like, but you and
1: I did fucking love that movie I think it's a great
0: movie I don't know who the fuck these people are whatever but um
1: they're, they're alien fanboys which I will point mm-hmm. out I am fucking one of uh who are assholes and idiots and they're like oh it's like fuck you it's big budget sci-fi it's got a fucking thought in it's brain for once as opposed to being fucking cowboys and aliens but I want but I want James Cameron's guns to shoot fucking aliens up well, and that, shit. that's the fucking problem right there right mm-hmm. That is the problem is Prometheus was not an aliens movie.
0: It was an alien movie.
1: Yeah. And aliens is fine. But if you think that movie is better than alien, you're wrong. fucking watch him again. And you're wrong. Even if you come back down the other way again, you're <laughs> fucking wrong. Yeah. Aliens. Alien is such a better movie than aliens. And I love fucking both of them.
0: Yeah. No, a hundred percent agree. Uh, anyway, uh, but yeah, so he's doing other films and I, and I just, and I'm wrapping it up to this one saying like, man, um, I, 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 I still, I got, I, I, hopefully this will like shut the fuck up some naysayers and shit who are just like, was he going to do a couple more Prometheus sequels and shit? I'm like, um, cause a, have you seen this movie? The man still fucking got it.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's definitely made up some ground for, uh, Exodus last yeah, year. Fair enough. And, uh, I mean, a lot of people were down on the counselor, but I I thought that movie was pretty fucking good. Um, but you know, that's, that's me and I know people hate it and I'm not going to sit here and defend that shit. I will defend Prometheus, but you know, like, uh, Ridley Scott never really fucking lost it. That's the crazy thing. Yeah. He goes through these periods where I think he makes lesser movies and better movies. Um, but it's never like he, I don't think he's made anything that's like God awful.
0: Yeah. I'm like, even Exodus, for all of its faults, wasn't, like, egregiously awful.
1: Oh, no, 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 no. no. I mean, we, we talked about that movie. You can go back and listen to that review. Um, it is, uh, I, I don't know. Scott is a perfectly competent and often amazing filmmaker. Yeah. Uh, he, he makes a big-budget movie like fucking one else, as far as I'm concerned. Um, and The Martian is uh, is amazing. Yeah. The Martian is amazing.
0: Another great one. This is this is one again. Um, yes, spend your money, go see this in three D.
1: I didn't even see it in three D. I don't care. Spend your money and see this movie however the fuck you have to see it. It is one of the best movies this year. I say see it in three D because it's, the 3D is uh, like 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 the, the I, walk. I can't say that. I'm just saying go see this fucking movie. Yeah. Uh it is one of the best things this year. And and I know this is going to piss some people off. It is so much fucking better than Interstellar and Gravity. It is so much fucking better than both of those fucking movies. Agreed.
0: <laughs> so yes, I, I completely agree. That's why I'm sitting there watching this. Uh, like I'm watching this thing going, if you fuckers love Gravity, this is far superior than that. If you like Interstellar, this is far superior than that. Yeah. By by a long it's shot,
1: so much better than both of those movies that it's it's almost unbelievable how much better it is. And yet, I guarantee you, will not get the same amount of uh, praise critically or um, or popularly as those two flicks got.
0: No, probably not.
1: Which is, is, is mind boggling, especially in the case of Interstellar, right? Mm-hmm. Especially in the case of that fucking movie.
0: Yeah, the overhyped,
1: over kind of everything. <laughs> just it was just it was not very good. It was fu- it was not very good. It was a long fucking movie that uh, really didn't do anything extremely well, other than a few set pieces.
0: Yeah, it looked pretty. Mm-hmm. But Nolan movies look pretty, so you know that means but, that you're uh, good at hiring a cinematographer and you got a good is, eye. So yeah.
1: the Martian's great, and. What what I really liked about it, just on a pure story level, is that you look at the trailer, right? I, I talked to a friend of mine about this, and and after having seen Gravity and Interstellar, he was hesitant going to go and see this movie
0: mm-hmm.
1: because he was like, "I don't need another movie. I'm sure it's good, really, Scott, but I, I, you know, I'm tired of these movies that are about like uh, exceptional white men in space, yeah, basically, right?" Uh, and what I like about this movie is that the movie is not for as much as Matt Damon is like a central part of it. The movie is not about how amazing Mark Watney is. It is about how amazing, uh, scientific discovery and ingenuity can be when you, uh, like really sit down and do the fucking work.
0: Yeah. It's uh, and uh, like
1: the and, and and overall the,
0: like, human spirit of everything of just, uh, of going after one of our own
1: yeah well and and i also love the fact that the only reason right like as as good as fucking matt damon is or the crew of the ship is right the only reason he makes it off spoiler alert of uh it's not a spoiler (laughs) how how would you ever think it was he was not going to come home uh the only reason he makes it off of mars right is because of two black dudes and some secret chinese technology
0: yeah no that's very true that's it
1: right like it like if 4 doesn't come up with plans. If uh, Glover's character, Rich Purnell doesn't come up with the fucking math- mathematical equation to get them back to Mars and back home. Mm-hmm. And China doesn't give them the fucking technology. Guess who's not saving Mark Watney, all the fucking white people at NASA.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. Uh, and I kind of really fucking dug that shit because it is a, it is a very hopeful human film. Um, I, I I don't know. I loved it man. It's gorgeous. it looks amazing. Um, it, it it apparently also gets most of the science right uh, amazingly. Um, I was reading an article uh, yesterday, I believe uh, where it kind of does the nitpicky science thing. Um, those people but like all the big things like got really well it was all the I stuff mean I
0: no, I get, I mean I get it but the, at the same time like, it's just like the god grap- damn it it's the a
1: movie is not the same. <laughs> well that's true but you know like this is a movie that's about hard science right Yeah. and, and it wasn't like oh it, it's terrible for getting these things wrong it was just discussing what is actually there versus what it isn't and then also like what uh, what's actually really interesting about what the movie's doing and it broke it down into different categories right um but apparently it gets a shit ton of science mostly right which is uh kind of miraculous because most movies uh even something like gravity which was uh kind of co-written science-wise with an astrophysicist right um uh still fucks some shit up severely so i hear
0: look here's the thing the Death, Star, inter- the Death Star, the Death Star can blow fire. up and go boom and make fire and
1: shit and make a sound. I still don't care. So oh, it, making it, it it an entertaining movie—that's that, all it I, I ask of you. Nothing to do with whether or not you think it's entertaining. They're not arguing that. That's never anything that yeah, any scientist. Yeah, but it, I understand. But
0: I understand. But at the same time, they all—they to
1: know. Uh, no, that's true. How the fucking science fiction lines up with science fact. Fair it's enough. Interesting.
0: Fair enough. I think also at the same time those guys like being buzz j- buzzkills. So I'm just saying. Well,
1: except they're not. They're fucking explaining to you this is what the Martian gets right and this is what it gets wrong, and uh, it mostly gets it right, which is not a buzzkill to me. What? I don't know. You're making the argument that gets made about people who uh, who like study who do film studies, which is that like, well, none of that matters because it's all made up bullshit anyway, and it's not entertaining. Oh,
0: I think like, a lot. Look, I think a lot of those people are bullshit artists too. It's just like, I, oh, well, here's I, what the director was. Go fuck yourself. I was making a fucking entertaining film.
1: Except, except that that's not even actually what anybody in my some field of them does. Do. Some of them. It's, it's, some, maybe, but you're painting it like it's every fucking... Not like, all of it, them. It, it always gets painted as, this is the thing that it is. Uh, like No, it's entertainment. Well, like, I'm well, just saying it's, like... It's fucking not entertainment. It's I, a fucking cultural product. And this fucking thing is, is a movie about science. And I think knowing the science is interesting.
0: No, I'm not I'm not saying that, that that's incorrect, but I mean look, I mean I've had teachers where like, you know, for example, like in high school, I uh you know, that we were we were English class and they were going through do a little fucking E. e. coming shit, right? And how mm-hmm. like motherfucker, you know, just always writes in lowercase letters and she gave her this whole, you know, impassioned speech and I was a fucking asshole. I'm a fucking asshole now. But you know, I'm in high school, I was a big asshole who didn't give a fuck. Uh, so, you know, she's just like, well, he wrote in lowercase letters, blah, 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 because, you know, just uh, lack of self-worth or some such fucking horse shit. And so I just, you know, I raised my hand, you know, just being kind of a little bit of an asshole. But I felt like, honest to God, I was, you know, it was a little bit of a truth-asking question here at the same time. I was like, what well, if he's just fucking lazy? What if he's just fucking lazy? And the fact well- that she sat down and just basically said that's an impossibility—
1: it is an impossibility. Fucking
0: blew my mind.
1: It's an impossibility. How is it a
0: fucking impossibility?
1: Cuz because, because E Cummings uh, like is on the record about why he chose to do his style in that way.
0: Fucking I've heard other people bullshit about stuff like th- that have, you know, I don't trust an artist's I'm, own fucking word. <laughs> that's
1: that's okay. I'm just saying uh you are removing artistic context from
0: Look, I'm not saying I'm not saying that that's not something that it could have. I don't want to
1: talk about about this anymore because I'm gonna get really pissed off in about five seconds. So can we just finish talking about The Martian?
0: Fine, good movie. <laughs> Go watch it.
1: I know I brought it up, but it is very fucking touchy. Like uh, uh, that that shit bothers me. Like no, it's you just don't understand cultural theory, uh, which is cool, but don't tell me. I'm what's not put. telling nothing.
0: I'm just throwing monkey wrenches in the shit. I just like to see people dance. That's all I'm saying. That's all anyway, I'm saying.
1: I just like seeing people dance. Anyway, The Martian is good.
0: <laughs> and uh, I highly
1: recommend people go and pay money to see it.
0: Yeah. Pay your dollars. Pay them <laughs> to people with funds that you have in your pockets.
1: <laughs> that's all I've got. Okay. Uh, uh I don't we, know. We we made it through that, I guess. We did it. We didn't <laughs> oh, kill each
0: other. That's a good
1: that's a good sign. <laughs> I was never going to get to the point where I was going to kill anyone, but I just can't talk about that shit.
0: I will murder, but I won't kill. There's a difference.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I will fucking marry, but I will not kill.
0: It will not happen.
1: It will not happen.
0: All right, so uh, next week... Holy uh,
1: shit. There's some stuff coming out. I don't think next week really. I mean nah. there is stuff, right? It's like Pan and uh knock gonna... comes out limited. I'm getting that for sure. So I'll go see. I don't that. know if
0: I got that, but I think we do need to um you guys got uh this is we should do this before the show, but who cares? Um <laughs> it hasn't stopped yeah, us. Be- hasn't stopped us before. Um you guys got um the the mommy movie? What do you call it? Uh, it.
1: I have not seen it pop up in anybody's uh listings yet, but it's, I've been keeping an eye out it's for. It's here
0: it. up in the Charlotte. So people are just saying, "Oh my god, it's crazy fucking whatever." So I'm going to be talking about that next week. Um, don't tell Mommy, t- tell the Mommy dearest what the fucking, I don't know what it's called.
1: I don't remember. We're getting something uh called Deathgasm? Uh, we're
0: getting that uh back alley film series is showing that in about a week or two.
1: So I don't I don't fucking know what's going on with anything.
0: It's a great fucking name. That's I, I forget That's some it's like heavy metal and kind
1: of crazy shit. I don't know. But uh you're talking about Goodnight Mommy, right? Goodnight mommy, that's the name of it. There you go. This is the one with uh like those kids.
0: Yeah, crazy, creepy kids, creepy mom all bandaged up and shit.
1: Yeah. Okay. So
0: yeah, that's that's uh, showing here. I'm gonna go see that.
1: It's uh it is so on Friday, my closest listing on Fandango, Regal Ballantine Village Stadium five.
0: <laughs> hey, why don't you drive three fucking hours? Come on up here and watch an hour and forty minute movie.
1: I mean, it may get added down here, but I don't think we're going to get it unless it's... uh, Uh,
0: I'll give a report on that and maybe a couple of other things and, uh, you know, whatever.
1: But I will also be going to see uh, that fucking new uh, Brit Marling uh, movie that's... uh, It's the Western, the Revenge Western thing. You heard Um, about this?
0: I'm not, I'm not, not aware. So it's
1: called... What the fuck is this thing? The Keeping Room? Hmm. It, it got some buzz out of uh, out of the festival circuit. Uh, Britt Marling, of course, known for um, like uh, Another Earth, I think, was her most well known thing. But she's been in a lot of stuff. Uh, the East, which she co wrote. Um, anyway, this is a revenge thriller um, set in the West at the end of the Civil War, um, and I can't wait to see it. It's got her and uh, Haley Steinfeld, Sam Worthington. Should be good. Uh,
0: you, you, you said one thing, and then you said it would be good, and I don't know if those things correlate. You said Sam it, Worthington? Said, uh, I will say this, though. We didn't talk about this in our Evers review. Best acting Sam Worthington's done yet. He wasn't, yeah, I mean, he wasn't I in it a ton, this, uh, but he
1: was good. Uh, I walked – well, I, I think he was really good. But yeah. it, here's uh, – I was talking to somebody about it online. I think it was my friend Tessa. Um who uh like we both agreed that the smartest move that movie made was having him show up and then not having him do anything yeah not not for like i don't even really dislike sam worthington i don't think he's a great actor but he's not a terrible actor right um but like just setting up an actor expectation that doesn't deliver. I mean, I like I <laughs> as I said, already read that book and knew who he was. So like I, I like as soon as I found out who he was, I was like, "Oh. Okay, well he's going to go back down to the camp and kind of hang out." Um, but uh yeah, no, he was fucking good. No, uh this movie looks great, man. It's a it's a siege thriller set at the end of the Civil War. Like these two women uh, uh sisters I think out on the out west uh come under attack by some fucking marauding assholes seems good
0: that old story (laughs) story. (laughs) a bunch of fucking marauders um yeah so that's it uh no because uh, yeah so that's it we're gonna we're gonna talk about those stuffs more whatever who gives a shit uh i'm tired man (laughs) i've had a long day uh yeah uh, so that is it, everybody. Hold
1: on, hold on, hold on. I, f- I forgot to mention the shit, and I told you at the beginning we, we should mention it. Uh, before we go, um, I'll even fucking skip. You don't have to follow me on Twitter. I don't give a fuck. Uh, here's <laughs> here's the thing. Uh, Shout Factory TV, nah. has a uh, has a bunch of uh, really good solid horror flicks streaming right now. So ShoutFactoryTV.com. I think it's also on like Apple TV and uh, Roku and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, you can just stream shit straight from Shout Factory. They're also, via Scream Factory, their uh, horror label, having a really, really good sale this month uh, for cheaper than Amazon. And if you buy two uh, discs, you qualify for free shipping. Ooh. So check that out. I just wanted to give the plug. Uh, uh, sadly, I think the Shout Factory TV thing is only a U.S. Uh, streaming service.
0: Tough nuts. USA. USA. <laughs> So. Sometimes I just like to rub it in people's
1: faces. because we. Uh, where can we find more of you on the interwebs? Of course, this
0: week on Here Movie Podcast, we review Catwoman from 2004. What a bloody piece of garbage that is. We have a fun time, though. Uh, so, yeah, talk about that and everything. And, of course, uh, all that other stuff. Uh, Preacher Podcast, get on that, everybody. Matt and I are uh, we're doing Preacher Podcast coming up very soon. Preview episode zero is out now, so you should head on down and get that. Uh, just check, check it out on the iTunes and Stitcher and all that kind of jazz. Preacher Podcast. Just type it in. It comes up. Um, yeah, that's it. So uh, until next week, everybody. Uh, for Matt Smith, I'm Adam Portress. Take it easy, everybody. And if the real thing don't do the trick, you better up fucking trick You're to burn, to the Ooh, barracuda. Another show did it and did it i got that shit on vinyl son
1: uh vinyl
0: good shit here's the thing i get yeah, look i i look i could all i already know you gotta fucking hate that shit right
1: uh i mean i'm ambivalent i'm ambivalent about all of it it's when people like give me the uh no nah, it's better on this thing like fuck off I don't got time for that shit. I say
0: it's different, and if you have the sound system, if I'm not
1: gonna say it's not if different. If you if you have the sound records, I, I
0: yeah. will say this. Okay. All I'm saying is this: for those people that are out there, if you're listening to it on some shitty little thing, yes, you're a fucking waste of time. But if you have the proper, you know, accoutrement, you are good to go because you know. You can hear soundstage. You can hear things differently. But if you're just off fucking, you know, shitty little fucking speakers that you got from nothing, or you got even worse, you got one of those like all built into one bullshits. Fuck that noise. Then you are. You're literally throwing your money down the tube. But mm-hmm. invest invest money in good sound gear, people. It makes all the difference in the world. Or um, just
1: shit that's not going to ruin things would be good. Stop buying those fucking Crosley things. What's that? those fucking all in one systems you oh, know, is the, the fucking... oh is that the is that the brand I yeah, the Crosley's, you know, it's good. Like, even their actual, like, just turntables are shit. So don't buy that shit.
0: No, I mean, you Stop know. buying them. Oh, my God. I mean, there's such, the the, the cheap, high-quality stuff that's out there right now. I mean, you turn audio, you can spend 135 bucks on a turntable. I mean, it's been rated one of the, you know, best choices by, you know, people like Sound Envision Vision and stuff and, uh, you know, Stereophile for, like, hey, if you want an entry-level thing, you can't fucking go wrong with this thing. It's less than what the bullshit ones at the store cost, and mm-hmm. it's going to do you damn fine for what you're looking to do. But let no. me
1: uh, let me tell you something about what I just saw online. I'm trying to pull it up right now, uh, but maybe it's not going to load because uh, everybody's clicking to see what fucking stupidity this is. Um, <laughs> Wait
0: a minute. Stupidity on the internet,
1: you say? Well, uh, okay. So those of you who like horror movies are probably very familiar with the site uh, Bloody Disgusting, right? Mm-hmm. Um, right now, they have an article where they are uh, ranking... All of Eli Roth's movies.
0: I saw that on the Facebook. Didn't click the link. Uh,
1: here's the thing. Eli Roth...
0: Has five movies.
1: <laughs> well, and and one of them is a trailer. Yeah. Right? Uh, you don't need a fucking article well, for this. No. Uh, here, Here's how it rolls down, right? Uh, okay, this would be interesting. For me, if I just go through his his films, right?
0: Oh, this is for you. Okay.
1: Yeah, if I just do it, right? I'll tell you what theirs are if if this fucking thing ever loads. Um, I'll save it or load on me. uh, I'm going to go Hostel number five.
0: Number five? The the first one. Okay, I'm like, like, Matt, there's only three of them I know, and two of them
1: he did. (laughs) I'm going to count Thanksgiving, right? So Hostel is number five. All right, fair enough thanksgiving just before that because even though it's funny it's fucking uh like a minute and a half uh then i'll go cabin fever okay then hmm let's see yeah i think yeah it's gonna be green inferno i think think their site got crashed and then uh hostel too is his best thing Hostile Part Two is the best Eli Roth movie.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think I'd agree with that. I'd go. I'd Let's go, see. Uh,
1: I'd go that. Go way. ahead with yours. I'm, I'm I'd go. I'd go.
0: I'd go number two. I'd go number two first. As number one. As number one. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I still really liked. I mean, you know, I be, okay. I got I got their list up. I don't know if you've seen it. I least. got it right now.
1: Pulled it up. About to click over. Christ. So they are counting all five of them.
0: Yeah, what a, what a what a dick move this.
1: I think it might. Anyway, happen. give us yours before we go to.
0: So yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably, I'd put Green Inferno at five. You know, we we talked about last week how I felt about it. Like, didn't yep. hate it, but don't love it to death. Um, I so I'd go, I'd go Hostel two, Hostel one, and um, I I think cause, just because it's a just because it's basically a trailer, you can't put it much anywhere. Thanks Killing's got to be number four, and then number three will be uh fucking, or all right. So Hostel two, Hostel one, um, and then uh, Cabin Fever, Thanks Killing, Green Inferno.
1: Thanksgiving. He did not what do, do Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. I'm sorry. My bad. Uh, I told okay. you, it's been a long day. So here's here's their rundown. No, number five, Hostel. Fair enough. All right. you You're
0: on the same page so far?
1: Number four, Green Inferno. All right. Number three, Cabin Fever. Mm-hmm. Number two, Thanksgiving. Okay.
0: I mean, uh...
1: Number one, Hostel Part
0: Two. Look, I'm not saying they're wrong, but... I mean, Thanksgiving. I think
1: Thanksgiving two. being. Re- I mean, the only re- like I really like Thanksgiving, but it is uh, it is not a movie.
0: No, it's a two minute trailer. That's fun and it, and and does what it's supposed to do very well. But
1: yeah, and I and I do think it's better than Hostel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I, I like
1: Hostel. I'm not knocking it. Well, I'm just saying. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, that's that's my ranking. So is that uh, what? But. but... Really, that's like, uh, so the other thing that I saw amusing along those lines was like, uh, um, somebody online, I think it was on like movie or some shit like that, was, uh, I think they were like ranking the top, uh, uh, let's see, it was like the top 10 of, um, yeah, it was definitely, it was the top 10 Robert Brisson flicks. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do you know what's crazy about that and stupid? I do not. Robert Bresson directed fourteen movies. (laughs) So you're telling me, like, like these are the top ten? Just
0: rank all of of them, asshole.
1: Yeah, or or don't. (laughs) Just or don't. Uh. anyway look if you're looking uh,
0: for logic it shall find no quarter here sir
1: well this has been fun but I need to go and read uh, thank you everybody for listening what to a this,
0: fucking uh, nerd let's go watch movies kids like bullshit. real adults
1: <laughs> like you I'm, everybody. I'm reading about movies I'm doing all that bullshit that Ugh. you uh, that you think that, <laughs> that
0: none of us want to do. He is he's part of that bullshit cabal, I'm, everybody.
1: I'm, <laughs> I'm ruining I'm ruining movies. One they're not entertainment anymore. W-
0: one movie at a time.
1: <laughs> See you next week. I'm I'm going to start literally I think uh, as an academic, I think my my big overarching project should be <laughs>
0: a book called Literally Fuck Ruining.
1: You. <laughs> no, literally ruining cinema.
0: Oh kind of so, like, uh like
1: going in places and just fucking up movies.
0: Oh, just doing the uh, the kind of uh, the strange brew thing where you just put a big thing of moss and open it up in the fucking theater? Uh, yeah.
1: No. Ruining it? Go go in, go into uh, into uh, film libraries and actually burn cellulite. Just burning them? Okay. No, that works. Just fucking straight up actually ruin cinema. He is literally
0: ruining cinema. The history. The Library of Congress should just go in and piss and shit on everything. I can see that. Yeah,
1: I really need to see this early biograph paper print of uh, this Griffith film that I've never seen from and 1906. slaps
0: his balls on it.
1: And then just fucking right in the taint.
0: Just kind of... just. <laughs> Kind of like that towel move where you put it right between. Yeah. And you're just kind of doing that. And then working. I can
1: write a book about it, and then I can. Then you guys can finally all just go like, see, this guy proved it. See, can, apparently ruining, that's that's, ruining that's a good thing.
0: Everybody is ruined. It's taking
1: all the fun out of it.
0: Good job, assholes. <laughs>